I remember being in Medellin last year. Uh, Medellin. I bit my tongue when I said that. <laughs> um, and I went to a nightclub and there was a, there was a woman there and I was speaking to her friend. It was her sister and it was a really good conversation. And the woman that I'm going to talk about is like completely quiet. Colombian. Like, yeah. She doesn't say anything at all. And I try and talk to her and there's no exchange. And so I invite the sister to dance with me and she's like, no, I just like to talk. I don't like to dance. So I invited the, the, the woman out of complete courtesy. Like, okay. Well, your sister doesn't want to dance, but I do. And you're looking lonely and bored here. So I'll take you out. And I had her in my arms and I was not attracted to her. I didn't feel any verbal, right. nothing in common. It was a courtesy thing. And I put my arm around her and started to dance. And within about five seconds, my entire body was alight with tingles, like all over. My head, my body, my legs, my arms. And um, <laughs> so I was naming that, right? And wanted to get her to admit to the same thing because I was sure that that was symmetrical and that I wasn't going to be a light with tingles and she wasn't going to be a light <laughs> with tingles. And like she was, didn't feel anything. It took about an hour and a half. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you're still dancing with me. And she wouldn't go anywhere. Tried to put her down and talk to the sister and... No, actually, just wanted to continue. Put her down. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Pick her up and put her down. And after, after an hour and a half, I had to finally try to put her down. <laughs> and after an hour and a half, she finally admitted, yeah, she was feeling it, and it was really intense all along, but she was so embarrassed about it, it was hard oh, for her wow. to say. So yeah. she was just too, too hidden to say it. Yeah. Was, wow. So she admitted it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it's dangerous for a woman to say something like that, especially... Uh, like a foreign guy in her country. She's yeah. got no idea who, who I am or what my intentions are. But you are. didn't see it at first. You didn't see that in her. You said you weren't very attracted to her until you started to dance with her. Well, when I danced with her and felt the tingles, I knew that there was something different. Love at first dance. <laughs> <laughs> Tingle at first dance. Tingle at first dance. <laughs> and, and you said you named it, but you didn't name it for her as well, which is what you were... Well, it took her, well, you named it, but you spoke about it. You said, this is what I'm feeling. And she's like... Yeah, pretty much. But she admitted it finally later when yeah. she it, it was a case of well, less shy. you're still dancing with me. You don't want to be put down. So in that instance, you say, I know you feel it too. Or? What? In that instance, would you say, I know you feel it too? Or? Well, I, only if it was real. If only if I could feel that she felt it too, but yeah. you didn't feel it. Or you didn't, you could I, I imagine that she felt it all you along because I felt it. And I was like, you feel that too, don't you? Don't oh, so you, you did say she, Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it was incredible to think, like, no, didn't find her attractive at first sight, look-wise, 
didn't have anything to talk to her about. And then we dated a little bit after that. We never had anything to talk about the entire time. Wow. Even with me oh. speaking Spanish, it was like the mind connection was not there, but bodies were alight. It was incredible. Yeah. So you can still have one kind of connection, but not all connections in. Of course. Of course. It's all kinds of ways to connect. Mind connection, heart mind connection, connection, spirit connection. So maybe it's not just the heart level, it's the heart, mind, body, everything. We <laughs> 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 write it. <laughs> statement. <laughs> that is a statement. Yeah. But do we feel, so you talked to you felt like a heart connection here. I guess, I guess we know how you feel a body connection, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Is there another it's level? It's a mental body one. connection. Mind connection. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I'd imagine we've all got a mind connection. Yeah. Not a body one. <laughs> <laughs> Except that first time I saw you in London. <laughs> well, yeah, as you just disclosed. Yeah. That's true, and I should rephrase the question, but how do you, you feel like, you know you feel the heart connection, you, you feel a sensation here, you know the body one, we all know about it. Yeah. But the mental one, I guess you just know through conversations, a natural thing. Like, if you ever met a girl... And then you sit down and have a coffee somehow, and it's like the conversation's so light, two hours pass, and it feels like 15 minutes. And it's like, let's just hang out all night and talk, 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 talk. Yeah. But it could be also that you have a very passionate draw towards someone, but you don't really like the way she thinks. You don't, you're not aligned with the way you think, yeah. but your bodies are yeah. like of course. drawn to each other. So, yeah, there's all kinds of variations. We can talk about that all day. And speculate, because we're speculating as good as anybody in the world speculating. <laughs> I remember seeing cute girls, and the more and more you talk to them, the more and more you don't like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that symmetry, did you get your question answered? What you were I've got bigger questions now, because... Because you're right, it's a cliche that people talk about, you know, the body, heart, mind, and the soul, connects <clears throat> on all these different levels. Yeah. Which I think you kind of encapsulate with the heart, but yeah, even the mental one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, of course that's important, the conversation. Yeah. And that's a perfect example where you've, you meant to speak for 15 minutes, and you're there three, four hours later, you didn't notice the time. It's that flow of energy again, it's just natural. There's a little phrase here, mm. don't want to skip the topic because I think there's more. But you say, yes, I know that women are perpetually horny and that they desire and think about sex even more so than men. <laughs> yep. Um, so that is hard to imagine for most men in this day and age. Yeah, it is. Uh, can you say something more about how you came to learn that? Like everything else, women told me this. Women have taught me this over the years. It's like they are, they have an abundance of sexual fantasies. But they don't disclose it because they, I don't want invasion. So I, you know, so they keep it to themselves until someone that they trust that they can open up that space. Then it's then it's an overflow. Then it's look out. You know, that's why a woman will if uh, if a woman finds uh, opens up herself and she has a quality sexual experience with a guy. She'll chase that. She doesn't want that to end. She, she'll keep wanting it to keep continuing. You know? Because it's, it's not easy to find that you can trust yourself with somebody who's going to be a good experience. 
So yeah, women are thinking about sex all the time, but they must disguise it because of society. Just think about it all the time. You better believe it. So probably the Colombian woman with the tingles is feeling them since the moment dot. And because we can't read that, to trust. because in the animal kingdom, the women, uh, women, the females go in heat. So there's a very apparent mm. um, evidence that they're receptive. We're the, I think we're the only animal kingdom that doesn't, doesn't uh, that the, the females do not express receptivity. Because the oil is showing. And so we, we're guessing the whole time. We're guessing, 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 guessing. And so, you know, we're, we have no signals of it until you slowly start to get a sense. So you just make the assumption. <laughs> yeah. Make the assumption that, yeah, they're thinking about it all the time. Yeah. As much as we are. You know how much sex you're thinking about all the time. Right? It's, it's, it's recognize that and recognize that women are thinking about it more than that. They can multitask. It's easy for them. They can <laughs> so got, I haven't worked for ages. Quick. And be horny and drive a car at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I imagine that there's a lot of truth there and there's some assumption there that helps you out. Yes. Like your favorite way of looking at the world is to fully be, believe in. Yes. And somebody, like as, you, as always, some psychologist might come along and say, nah, that's, that's not true. Look at this. Look at this chart in the scientific study, and we've done this, and we've surveyed ten thousand people, and what you're saying there is wrong. Okay, but my my assumption is that, and that's the light I, I I've seen, and what I surmise to be true, and I like the way it feels to think that way. You know, I'm just getting memories of dating as a younger man, thinking that women are never horny and that I have to do a whole bunch yeah, of stuff you have to, to get, get her in the morning. And like, what a way to look at the world and look at women thinking, oh, men are the only people that are horny here. I have to jump through, you know, have to jump to the moon and back in order to find a woman in that place. And it's incredible. I think Many every young man thinks that. that. I think most men think that still. Throughout their lives, they're thinking that they have to get her in the mood. They have to do. They have to do all the stuff to get her in the mood. She's in the mood. She just wants uh, a, an intriguing presentation. That's why, like, husbands are laying in bed. What do I have to do to get my wife in the mood tonight? I said, that's everywhere like that. She's not in the mood again. She got a headache. The cliche. She got a headache. She got a headache. She got a headache. Right? What do I have to do? What can I do? Massage her. Try this. Buy her a flower. Just laughing at this intriguing presentation. <laughs> like you wrap it up in a ribbon or something. <laughs> so yeah, so they're waiting to be um, seduced. Women are waiting to be seduced by their husbands, by their life partners. And the men are just like, okay, I finished my work, I put my video game down, let's go at it. <laughs> Right, and there's no, there's nothing in there that that fulfills her, which is her 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 emotional dreamscape possibilities. There's no vibration in that in that man. There's no vibration in his voice when he talks to her, when he's going for dinner with her, driving the car with her. There's no there's no vibration in his spirit that she can that she could feel. You all know that women in vibration. 
that's a perfect match. You know, <laughs> women like vibration, and if, if a man doesn't have a vibrating spirit, she can't feel that sexual energy. It's your voice, the way you look at her, the way you like, you have fun with her, the, the things you do with her, the things you say to her. We go work, 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 work. Football, sports, 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 sports. Turn to her. Okay, now I've got. Uh, let's 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 jump at it. Let's have sex. There was no vibration in any of your day with her. Have you got anything more on this love is symmetrical topic or attraction? Yeah, it wasn't symmetrical. Let's say again, it's well, it's not a paradox, it's a clarification that I think we agree intimacy is symmetrical. Then equally, we talk a lot about polarity and the the more sexual connection between the the masculine and the feminine. Which is a symmetry too. Yes, that's true. It's symmetrical. There's a balance. There's a balance. The problem is we all blended together in the middle. Or a a large uh, portion of the men have shifted over into the feminine side so so we're out of balance. It's like they're on that side of the boat. That makes sense. So yeah, everything's, everything has symmetry in it. Beauty, which we've been talking about since the very first chapter, beauty, uh, one of the elements that you know the philosopher's been expounding for centuries, since the Greeks, symmetry. The golden rectangle. The, you know, the, the perfect ratio. What's that? What's the golden rectangle? It's, a, it's, a, it's from ancient philosophy. Which is and they build all the temples that have this proportion, which is the most pleasing proportion. Yeah, it's aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a square. It's not a. It's not long. It's a certain thing, and 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 a lot of the temples and all of the the ancient art and a lot of the things were built on what is the pleasing aspect. Architects, are, you know, they cut their teeth on this kind of concept, but it's it's thousands of years old. It's the symmetry. Symmetry used to be the equation to to beauty. Symmetry is beauty has a quality of symmetry. You see the golden ratio, and that can be made up out of similarity. Like these are two bits that look like each other or fit together, or it could be perfectly symmetrical to be opposites as well. Because everything we talked about, remember, polarity, female, male, spirit. There's a balance in there. A divine balance, and that is the, that is symmetrical. And we also talk about shoulder to shoulder going the same direction. That's symmetrical too. Mm. In all the conversations, it's symmetrical. You see, like most conversations are like, "I'm going to interest you in me," blah 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 blah, one way. And what I've been talking about all this time is to 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 present something through invitation. There's a symmetry because now it's on her side. She can she can continue that symmetry by picking that up or not. But it's always like it's 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 the invitation is is a two way thing. It's put out there and it's and it's left for her now. There's a symmetry in that too. To me, that's why this whole concept is beauty. The whole concept is the search for beauty, the search for symmetry in our lives. Balance is another is another way of saying it. And I have all these images. Higher and higher and lower energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Balance. Exactly. Exactly. One. There's a balance too. If you don't, if you have all, if a man has all upper energy, he's this nice, perpetual, nice guy who's wandering around, 
being funny. And she invites him to the parties because he's entertaining, right? And, he, and he's so nice, he brings booze. So let's invite him too, right? Nobody wants to have sex with him because he doesn't have the, that spirit in his, the spirit of vibration at all. And the guy who is only the lower energy is an overbearing, uh, invasive creep. That's a, that's a sexual invasion. And we, and we don't like that. But the balance is perfect symmetry. Is what my concept in the in the way of women about the two ribbons? That's symmetry. That's interesting. We started off talking about these things like paradoxes, and now we realize they're not paradoxes at all. It's about balance and symmetry. Right. Different perspective. And you see how it all ties together into a, into a whole. Like you've been saying this on, when we're taking breaks from the film. He's like, "What's remarkable to you is that all these little things that you you try and understand." If you take it out of context, like, for instance, curiosity, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you take it out of context and you're only curious, you're just a interviewing nice guy. But you put it all together into the balance of the whole and the symmetry of the whole. And wow, what a, what a man has been created here because of that. So maybe love is mathematics. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing on, um, I think, on Wikipedia. If you click, if you pick any random article, it doesn't matter what it is, and you click the first link in the article, and then the first link of that one, the first link of that one, you'll yeah. eventually end up on the mathematics page. That's where it all comes from. Think about um, Hermes of Greece, and he drew up the metaphysical principles that run the universe, and apparently he made it to 365 years of age because he mastered what it means to live based on these principles. And uh, he would say, the law of correspondence as above, so below. And everything in human beings is mapped out in the stars. And that's where astrology comes from. And like we've been, do you believe in star signs and all that kind of stuff over the last few days? And it's hard to believe in them because they're so generic. But he would look up to the stars and, and uh, really measure someone's map fully. And that would tell them, actually really incisive things about their personality and who would go with who and what would happen in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And their whole art and science was to deconstruct that and not in the modern popular way, but like in an ancient mystical way. Hmm. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Interesting. And it's like they, they could map out the, the fate of people based on what was going on up there because the mathematics and the symmetry of what was in the sky is also reflected down here mm -hmm. and vice versa. They would try and do magic in a physical realm to influence the spiritual. Yeah. I mean, symmetry is, has been influencing us for a long time. Aesthetics is based on, on the study of symmetry and, and, and how it, how it makes you feel and what it presents to the world. Is it useful? For instance, so utilitarian to have, to have symmetry. It's an interesting concept. It's interesting to remember there are more channels than the physical. And everything in here is like, yeah, exactly. Like you said, you've got the physical body and you've got the metaphysical body. There's symmetry there too. We're talking here about the, the man who's the father figure and the little boy. There's a symmetry there too. The woman, the women that identify with this, this age-old complex, which is... To, to put the, the vernacular on it, the Madonna whore complex. 
some of you in that too, because they're both. Women are both. In the right context, they want to explore both those aspects. And a man who doesn't allow his little boy, like his vulnerable side, his child, to express itself won't ever get that love from the Madonna part of his woman. That's correct. There's nowhere for that to go. Exactly correct. There's no, there's no, there's nothing in him that, sh that, that appeals to her, to her nature to nurture and give, to take care. You rob a woman of that. And you can only have symmetry if you have authenticity. Yes. It seems like a lot of guys are saying, we feel that cloud of holiness, as you, as you call it. They're singing a song they like, and they're adapting their personality. They're trying to these mind games and masks and manipulation to fit yeah. into her. So we're going, this is me. And if we connect, we connect. If we don't, I'm not going to pretend to be someone else because we both have false connections. Yeah, it's like saying, this is me. Somewhere in the world, I'm going to find my match, my equal, my other half. Somewhere. Just be me. And if we're faking parts of it, then we'll get into relationships that are not symmetrical. Symmetrical according to the falseness we're putting out there. Right. Yeah. It comes back to, we spoke in the break about the symposium, which was you know, this ancient thing where they talked about love. And this whole idea of finding our other half came from that. It's amusing because all the speeches are philosophical and serious, and this was the only comedy speech. He said it as a joke, and you know, we once were animals, we were sawn in two, we had four legs and four arms, yeah. and now we came together. And that's our now modern view of love, even though it was the only one that's meant as a lighthearted joke, just to <laughs> ease attention a bit. There's something to that. It's yeah, and, and the ancient Greeks had this concept too of that we're. Our soulmate is our other half. Yeah. We're a sphere, and we're cut in half. We're, and we spend our lives looking for that other half of our sphere. Yeah. And that's why this whole book is all about being natural, opposed to the artificial advice people are getting out there, right. how to pretend to be someone else. Right. I also want to say, like, the sense of symmetry, at least in my experience, I don't feel as if it's permanent. I think there might be one aspect of me that's permanent. But every time I have something with a woman and learn that life lesson or learn that spiritual lesson, <laughs> that, that was the point of that meeting, yeah. uh, something in me has changed. I can't be attracted to the same woman or the same resonance yeah, of woman again. Yeah, that's a natural evolution of you, at, you know, um, taking your lessons in life, uh, having trials, having experiences, having glorious things happen and, and, and becoming a different awareness. You, you become more aware of things and you and you have greater desires or, or different desires than you had before. Different needs, different wants, different ideas you want to talk about. That's a cool thing. Life is not just a static thing, but we sure buy into that until yeah. we're 65 and retire. We, we both had a chat the other day about meeting the girls that we met, like that are on our Facebook but we haven't seen since we were 17 or 18 years old yeah. being like what? <laughs> <laughs> seven relationships later <laughs> yeah. having nothing in common imagine you're on any, on that, any of these levels recently, yeah. imagine your early crushes that you thought was the one for sure mm. and you're like wow I'm glad that didn't like we have yeah. nothing in common at all like the like the boy who sets out on that quest for the pearl 
comes back thinking that's his girl, and when she wants him, he's no longer interested because the the very trip has got into the cells of his body and transforms him. It's it's like his DNA is different after an adventure. He can no longer shrink back to that resonance, that vibration mm-hmm. he had a few months before. He's already operating in a different place and needs another woman. <laughs> I wrote that parable a long time ago in the process of his book. It was one of the very things I wrote. It seemed to make sense to me. You know? It, it mirrored my experiences for sure. You realize that you know, the journey is more important than that one you attached all your dreams and hopes upon. Bigger way of looking at the world. 